Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this week we are answering your burning questions that you have submitted over the last few months. And we're going to talk about all the big news that has been happening in the gymnastics world, including Gabby Douglas making a run for Paris 2024 and the reigning U.S. national champion Connor McLean heading to LSU a year early. So if you want to hear our thoughts, stick around. So this is an episode that we've been wanting to do for a couple weeks now, and it kept getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off because we've had so many interviews and just so many things going on in our like actual lives that we had to keep pushing it back. But we're finally sitting down answering the questions that you guys submitted. Some of the questions, at least there's more, but we'll get to them in a future episode if it's not answered in today's episode, just so you know. But we picked out some good questions that we were feeling passionate about or excited to answer. Or questions that were frequently asked. Yes. And we're going to finally dive into those today. So there's been some pretty big news updates to start off, which I I feel feel like like it ties into the first question nicely, which is perfect. But we will start by giving you a quick little news update. So... On Thursday last week, literally within, like, what, two hours of each other or something like that, we had the announcement that Gabby Douglas is officially going for Paris. And then a couple hours later, we had Connor McClain announce that she is not deferring her enrollment to LSU. She will be going this season, this upcoming season, but that she also still intends to train for Paris 2024 as well. So with Gabby, we knew that she was in the gym for a while now. We just didn't know what for. We didn't know if she was trying to make a comeback to Elite. We didn't know if she was going to do the professional league. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if she was just training because she had a commercial shoot coming up. You or know. if she was just in the gym because she missed it and she just wanted to play around in the gym. Like We literally had no idea because she had not acknowledged that she was in the gym. So I got on Instagram and I saw a picture of her doing a gorgeous leap on Beam. And then I read the caption and I saw it was this big, long paragraph. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Yeah, the moment we've all been waiting for. I mean, I'm super excited to see that Gabby's coming back. I actually think that she will be in contention. And we'll talk about this just in a moment. But I think that she is in contention for the Olympic team. Yeah, I think she fills. I mean, as we'll get into, she fills some of the gaps that I think the team has right now. But, of course, it's been, what, six years since she last competed. So there's still a lot of unknowns. We did see a really, really beautiful video over on bars that I've watched a million times over so she looks like she looks good but there's still a lot that needs to be you know there's still a lot that remains to be seen I guess is what I'm trying to say we haven't seen her on vault we haven't seen floor you know compositions for all of her routines I mean there's still a lot of questions but I think seeing that clip of her on bars and seeing how great she looked, I think that leaves a lot of people really optimistic about her chances of, you know, within the next year, getting to an even better place and really contending for a spot on the Olympic team. Yeah. So it's super exciting. And it's also the first time ever that we're going to have three Olympic all-around champions contending for a spot on the Olympic team. So the past three Olympics. Absolutely wild. Like, if you would have told me years ago that this was going to happen, I would not have believed you because... Gabby, I thought, was done for sure. I think a lot of people probably thought that. Yeah. And then, I mean, Suni, I expected to stick around for Paris, but Simone, I didn't even expect just because she made it sound like Tokyo would be her last. And we didn't, no one expected Tokyo to go the way that it did for Simone. So Mm -hmm. to have all three of them back is just something that I never, ever in my wildest gymnastics fan dreams imagined happening. But 
it's happening. Yes, here we are. Absolutely super, wild. Super exciting. So we don't know with Gabby what her first competition back is going to be. She put hashtag 2024 at the end of her Instagram caption, but didn't say anything about like her plans to compete. She hasn't done any interviews yet. That's something that the <laughs> three Olympic All-Around champions have in common. They don't do a whole lot of interviews, it seems, at least this time around. So but we'll with have classics to see. coming up, we'll have a chance to the media will have a chance to talk to Sunni and Simone. But Gabby's not on the roster for classics. So we did get confirmation from USA Gymnastics that Gabby can still register for classics. Like there is no deadline. So if she wants to go to championships or worlds later this year, she's gonna have to show up at classics and do two to three events and then meet the qualifying score, which I don't have in front of me right now, but but you can petition from that point. You can petition on to do the all around at nationals. Yes. So I have no idea if that's the goal for Gabby. <laughs> if she shows up to classics, it's going to be wild because Suni and Simone and Melanie and Jordan and Jade, like there's already so many stars competing at classics, like Olympians. <laughs> and usually classics is a little bit more low key until maybe the Olympic year. And granted, we're a year away, so we are getting close, but. I don't know. Classics is going to be wild. And USA Gymnastics has an announcement on Monday. No idea what it is. But I think it's just going to be like where championships are being held next year or something of that sort. Yeah, that would make sense. Not that they added another session for men and women at Classics and people were speculating that, but that news is already out. So yeah, <laughs> it's not that. It's either that or it's Gabby is coming to Classics, but I don't think they would be the one making that announcement. I feel like Gabby would be the one. I mean, I could be wrong, but... My prediction is that they're announcing where championships are going to be for next year. That's most likely it. So stay tuned. We'll Honestly, see. by the time you guys are listening to this, you'll probably know. So you'll see if we're right or not. But anyways, before we get into our first question, which is uh, predictions for the Olympics and Worlds, Connor. So Connor is now training at Wildcats. It's called Wildcats, right? Yeah, I think so. You guys, I'm cracking up right now in editing. We said Wildcats. It's Jim Cats. <laughs> Wildcats is the mascot for East High and High School Musical. <laughs> Apparently, I have High School Musical on the mind, but Connor McLean is now at Jim Cats in Vegas, not the Wildcats. Although I do think that would be a pretty sick gym name. It's With a gym. The it's a gym. Yes, <laughs> which is Connor's future LSU teammate. So that's really cool. She left Pacific Rain back in... Um, I think it was... Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly when she left. It was the day that... So Inside Gymnastics is doing, like, this tour, and their first stop of the tour was at Pacific Rain, and ironically, the day that Inside Gymnastics on tour was at Pacific Rain was Connor's last day. Yeah, <laughs> so... that was the day that she told the coaches that she was going to LSU. So June 17th was when she... At least, I don't want to say made the announcement, but she, that, that was when the plan, I guess, became an Official, actual thing. That she was yeah. going to LSU. She wasn't going to defer. Now she's back home in Las Vegas, which is where she's from originally. So that's where her family lives. And I think that's a good thing for her. I think that she needs an environment that's less... I don't know if I want to say pressure filled, but even just from listening to Connor talk, she was doing an Instagram live last night that I tuned into for a little bit. I really do think that... She's looking forward to going to LSU. I think LSU will be a really good environment for her to just be a normal teenager and get healthy and not deal with some of the pressures that maybe coaches or family or whoever, you know, may be putting on her to 
to keep pushing it on and go, going for the Olympics. I think Connor wants to go to the Olympics, but I also think that mentally and physically she needs to be in the right place to be able to contend for a spot on the Olympic team. And I think she knows that. So I don't know. I think that she is making the choice that is the best for her at this point in time. And I'm not really anticipating her competing for LSU next season. And that's just my, I don't have any insight there. That's just my like gut feeling. I could really see her training and doing some stuff behind the scenes to make sure that she's that to make sure that she's staying in shape and, you know, continuing to upgrade her routines if she wants to go back to elite in 2024, which is her plan and not really use up her eligibility at LSU, but maybe just use the resources and, you know, have the supportive teammates and the, the, the resources that LSU has for rehabbing and, you know, all of that to her benefit, but not actually compete. That's kind of my gut feeling. My gut feeling or my opinion, and this is just my opinion, but I think she's done. I think she's going to compete at LSU. I think that she's keeping the option open just in case, you know, maybe one day she wakes up and she feels like she needs to make a push for the Olympics. Like she's going to regret it if she doesn't. I think she, she has the resources and maybe a more positive environment to do that if she decides to, but I think she's going to LSU. I think she's going to enjoy her time, her first season at LSU. Yeah. And I, I think she's just afraid to say that she's done. Yeah. That, and that very well could be. Um, I think that when she's at LSU, she can still like, she, I don't feel like she has to commit either way. Like Mm -hmm. not, I don't mean to LSU. Like obviously she's committed to LSU. She's going there and she very much wants to do college gymnastics, but I think she doesn't have to commit to elite she can kind of just be in this like middle ground where like maybe she's coming back, maybe she's not. I think for NIL opportunities, the the longer that she's in contention for the Olympics, mm-hmm. the more options that opens up for her, at least in the NIL realm. So especially being in LSU. Yes, absolutely. So I do think that is a smart choice if that is kind of what she's doing. I feel like that's a, a good one. If you know she wants to maintain her um, I don't want to say eligibility. There is no eligibility, but, you know, maintain her position, I guess, within USA Gymnastics and being in the conversation as far as the Olympic team goes is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't think that making an announcement now, if even if she had made up her mind, I don't think it would necessarily be the smartest idea in terms of NIL and opportunities and all of that. So, right. yeah, I think she can go to LSU, keep that door open for Elite if she chooses, you know, going forward. But... Either way, I'm excited to see her at LSU. Connor deserves to be happy. I think that she will thrive in a fun, happy, normal (laughs) environment. Surrounded by like a lot of girls and a lot of really great teammates, a lot of resources at LSU. I think the environment, obviously, with it being college, is very team oriented and not so much like Connor needs to go to the Olympics and Connor's the national champion. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like there's this pressure on her with being the national champion and you know, that video of her on the Steve Harvey show that everyone always brings up of her saying that she wants to go to the Olympics someday and win the all-around gold medal. Like, I think those types of things follow kids when they say things like that on such a public stage so young. And it's hard not to bring it up because, it's first of all, it's cute, but it's also cool. Like, if it actually were to happen, that would be sick. Because she's in contention. Like, yeah, you do, you right. do want to bring it up. It's a real possibility. But... It's not just, like, some random kid down the street who's saying they want to win the all-around title at the Olympics, and it's like, yeah, okay, Susie. <laughs> 
but like with Connor, it's like actually real. She's the national champion. And like she very much, well, I guess now that Simone's back, she probably wouldn't win the all round. But you know what I mean? Like it, she, it's, it's it in the a, realm of possibility. Yes. But I think those things also add a lot of pressure. So, like I said, I think I'm just happy to see that Connor is following her heart she's in this moment doing exactly what i think she's been wanting to do all along she's been hinting at this for a while so i know deep down this is something that she's been probably struggling with trying to decide she and probably has a lot of pressure on her from family and coaches and people probably. online you know mm-hmm. fans i just yeah i think there's a lot of pressure coming from a lot of different areas so I'm happy for her that she's, you know, following her heart. She's doing what she wants. And I hope that it, it leads to happiness. And yeah, we're wishing her the best. Wellness. <laughs> yeah, wishing her the best, whether it's at LSU or, you know, on the elite stage. We hope that she's happy and successful. And we think she will be no matter what she does. Okay, so now to get into the actual question. Okay, so someone asked our Paris 20, can't talk, Paris 2024 team predictions and thoughts on Alicia and Chelsea as team coordinators. And then somebody else asked, and we're just going to tack it on to this question, our world team prediction. So I think we just did that recently. We did a couple episodes ago. And, and then... I don't remember exactly what I said. So <laughs> my team isn't like drastically different. Well, it's going to be because that was before Simone announced. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> so the team is going to look very different. So I want to start with answering the part about Alicia and Chelsea being, you know, team coordinators. Mm-hmm. So they were hired in June 2022, so it's been just a little bit over a year since they've been in their positions, and it seems to me like the athletes like them, which I think is first and foremost the most important thing. Absolutely. Um, I've so far not heard anything like negative about them. When the athletes are asked, they seem to really enjoy their time at national team camps and working with Chelsea and Alicia and the experience that they have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this before on the podcast, but I talked to Addison Feta about a month ago now, maybe a little bit over a month, and she just lit up talking about national team camps, which is bizarre because like I'm I was envisioning that she was a gymnast from like the 2012 era. Even. And like a gymnast would never be sitting there in front of me looking as happy as she was when talking about the national team camps and like saying how I think I did I I did say this on the show. I think I remember it now. Because she was saying how like she just returned from Pan Am's and there was a camp like the following week or whatever and she didn't have to go. It was optional, but she's like, I'm going, like I'm choosing to go because I want to go. Yeah. And like and like when what? I asked her about like the word happiness, she said national team camps. And it was just like kind of bizarre. And I even told her that. I'm like it's so relieving to hear an athlete just speak so positively about national team camps. And associate the word happiness with going to a national team camp. I mean, we've heard horror stories in the past about girls, like, intentionally hurting themselves or whatever to avoid going to camp. Yeah. And then now we have athletes, like, choosing, despite probably being exhausted from a competition and travel, to go to national team camp. And I think that Chelsea and Alicia probably have to be playing a part in that, I would imagine, as the ones kind of in charge of everything. Yeah. And I think it's nice that Alicia and I, I believe I've said this back when they first were named to this position. This was my stance. Alicia and Chelsea are not that far removed from being an elite gymnast. Like, for Alicia, sure, it's been some years. And Chelsea, it's only been, like, one, which is crazy. <laughs> but they've been through the elite program in the United States somewhat recently. So I feel like they probably are more relatable 
to the athletes that are currently competing. I feel like that could provide a sense of comfort for them that these people understand what I'm going through. It wasn't that long ago that they were going through a, you know, they were successful gymnasts themselves, so they know what they're talking about. They bring a lot to the table in that sense, especially Chelsea with her judging background as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have, from what I've heard and what what I've observed, only positive things to say about Chelsea and Alicia. Yeah, and the other thing that I wanted to mention is... I feel like we're seeing more gymnasts get more international opportunities than we've seen in the past. That's true, yeah. Like, people like Jocelyn Robertson, up until 2022, had never had an international assignment. Now she's getting a whole bunch, and she's doing really well. Because it's what she deserved all along. Right. She always deserved an international assignment. But we're happy that she's finally getting it. Yeah. And when people like Addison Fada, Nola Matthews, I mean, people that you wouldn't necessarily, at this point in time, with all the people that are trying to make a, a run for Paris, people that you wouldn't necessarily have on the quote-unquote a team for team usa but in the past like in the marta era she would always send the a team to every international competition like it didn't matter like sean johnson back in the day would go to every whether it was um the pacific rim championships which isn't even a thing anymore or pan ams or like american cup whatever yes, like low. yeah they, she, she would send the top A-team. gym top gym was one yeah. that they always used to send elites to like jordan was always there it was the juniors and... but it was like the top juniors yeah yeah and now it feels like they rest the top people a lot aside from like worlds and like the major competitions but they're giving those other athletes an opportunity to compete internationally and i think that is big not only for their confidence but for their you know ability to prove that like they could be in contention like you don't know that they're in contention truly unless you see them competing on an international set like on an international stage yeah totally and i appreciate that they're giving that opportunity to athletes tom forster would always do like top five all around you know what i mean like this is the first time that we're actually having people who pick teams based on like actual strategy and potential and and also just giving people a break letting some people rest and giving girls that have not had an opportunity to prove themselves go out there and prove themselves or see where they stand so Mm -hmm. i think for those reasons i at this moment with the knowledge that i have don't have any complaints against chelsea and alicia yes i would agree (laughs) that's where i stand on that now, to answer the question about world team predictions, like I said, I, my memory is really bad, so I have no idea what I said a couple of weeks ago, but I, I would imagine that it's probably somewhat the same, or if not the same. Well, honestly, to be fair, I feel like people's opinions on this topic changes week by week, because every week, somebody new <laughs> announces that they're in the mix, we see more videos, like, you are constantly getting information every week that passes. That changes your that mind. That does change your opinion. So, like, to be fair, it doesn't really matter what you said three weeks ago, because it probably is not applicable anymore, <laughs> so. Well, I know when we talked about it last time, I didn't actually, like, do my lineups and figure out, like the strategy behind who I have on the team and like why they're there and what they're going to do. So it was I, kind of like just initial gut feeling. Team. Yeah. But I do have it laid out this time. So my, my team is Shailise, Jordan, Jade, Simone, and Suni. Same with me. Okay. And our lineups, we'll, we'll see if they're the same, but I'm thinking they're probably going to be because me and you think the same. <laughs> For vaults in qualifications, I have Shailise. Yep. Cause she does have a nice double. And then the team final would be Jordan, Jade, and Simone. Yep. Same exact order. <laughs> okay. Bars I have in qualifications jordan giles yep and then in the team final simone shaylee and suny yep <laughs> beam in qualifications i don't have a concrete answer i have right now either jade or shaylee's 
Jade is consistent. Yes. And she's proven that. Shailise, I think, if she were to be consistent, has higher scoring potential. Yes. She has cleaner execution. I also feel like as an all-around athlete, I feel like she has more potential all-around on the world stage than Jade does. Not to say that's not Shade. Like, not to say that Jade doesn't, because she definitely does. But I view Shailise as more of a top all-arounder than Jade. And so for that reason alone, for her to be in contention for the all-around, I'd put her up in Gwals over Okay, and that's fair. I think it's going to really depend on, like, where she's at at that point, like, how consistent she's being. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's really hard for us to sit here and say right now. Well, we literally haven't seen Jack shit. Like, Classics hasn't happened yet. Like, we, at this point, we don't know much. So, Well, you have options. You can either go, like, a clean, consistent routine from Jade or... Maybe a clean, consistent routine from Shaylise, and then she would be in contention for the all-around as well. So one of those two is what I have right now. And then in the team final, Jordan, Suni, and Simone. Yep. And then on floor, I have Shaylise in qualifications, and then in team final, Jordan, Jade, Simone. Okay. So the only difference I had there was I had Shaylise in the actual lineup over over Jade. Really? I had Jade up in quals. In on floor? Yeah. That's that was probably the dumbest choice you've ever made you think yes well Jordan, okay so let me explain or, not jordan J- no <laughs> me okay. no you're okay. not gonna explain no let me yeah, explain i feel like jade gets hammered on the international stage with her execution and the artistry deductions and all of that granted we have not seen jade's full difficulty in a minute Mm-hmm. So that could change my opinion. Okay. Shailise, we've seen videos of her working new upgrades. She's very clean. She's very solid. Not to say that Jade isn't, but like, I don't know. That's, that's fair. She got but... second on floor at nationals last year. Right. But when you look at the results at say worlds last year, Jade outscored Shailise by a little over two tenths in qualifications. And then she was earing on the four to five tenths in team and all around as far as like how so you're basing that purely off of what happened at worlds last year yes which i think is a better indicator than what happened at nationals because it's different judges you're talking domestic and international that's fair i'm also thinking about like what i view as like the potential to grow and i will get into it in a second when we talk about paris i think shaylee's has potential for sure especially with upgrades to be in floor you know in the team final but i think right now for worlds where we're at and like what we're looking at as far as the team and to be clear i don't, I don't think it, it's smart to put shailise either way i up. have jade go- but between simone jade shailise and jordan they are all competing in qualifications which would give them all an opportunity essentially to try for the event but you're final. giving team usa you're giving up like anywhere from like two to five tenths Okay. Potentially. Fair. Based off of just how they've scored internationally, Jade is beating Shailise. Okay. Right now. Well, then that's fair. So you can pack your bags and move out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine. Like, I can see what you're saying. I'm I just woke rooting. up and chose dragging Brittany through the mud. I just feel like <laughs> we haven't seen Shailise Jones' full potential on floor. That's I fair. think she's going to show up this summer with some big upgrades. Yeah. And you're well, going to regret your life. No, I'm not, because we're going to talk about Paris 2024 next, and I'm going to completely contradict everything I'm saying right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, real quickly, my alternate for Worlds is Leanne Wan, I think. Oh, I didn't put an alternate, but we went, yeah. over, we went over this last time, because there was a bunch of people we were forgetting. 
hey, this is Brittany here in editing. We're about to name a bunch of people who we think are in contention for being an alternate at Worlds. And we completely forgot to mention Sky Blakely and justice for her. We absolutely should have mentioned her. Actually, I think I meant to mention her. Um, and then in the moment, I just forgot. But she looks amazing from recent videos that we've seen. I absolutely think that she's in contention for a spot actually on the world's team as well. I don't know if I quite see her making it. Um, I think it's really going to depend on how consistent she is come classics and nationals, but she's absolutely in contention. And Ashley said that Liam Wong was her top pick for alternate. I would say Skype likely is actually mine. Leanne, Tiana's, Jocelyn, Tiana. Yeah, yeah. they're they're the ones it's hard to say without seeing routines jocelyn did do a chong at the most recent camp though yeah which is a huge upgrade she continues to get better every time she goes out she's totally pulling a jordan childs with the move to wcc and then like slain yeah having like the glow up of the century yeah so here for it but she she's not out of the mix either in my opinion which we can get yeah. into that so ready for olympic yes i'll let you go first okay so my team for Paris is Simone, Shailise, Suni, Gabby, and one of either Jordan, Jade, or Jocelyn. So in my opinion, those three are all contending for the same spot, which is crazy because that means that likely, I'm assuming, at least in my opinion, I have Jordan on the team. I do as well. Um, But I have Jade and Jocelyn contending depending on upgrades and consistency and yada, yada, yada. Jordan know. is not only a consistency queen, but... She is. I She's also really clean, too. Yes. And that's something that Jocelyn and Jade cannot Really say. minimizes deductions. Like, even when she has a hop on her floor passes or a hop on her vault, like, it's, it's just really tiny. It's not, like, a huge deduction. Mm-hmm. Whoops. I feel like Jocelyn and Jade have a little bit of cleaning up to do if they want to actually be on the same level as Jordan in terms of like execution and all Mm -hmm. that. But I mean, it's not to say that it's not impossible. Oh, no, they are like, this is going to be a battle. Like, this is going to be one of the biggest battles for an Olympic spot that we've seen. Olympic trials is literally going to be better than the Olympics. I think so. It's going to be exciting, but it's also going to be really intense. And I think that there's going to be somebody, actually multiple people who are disappointed. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just no way that, like, uh, there's going to be an Olympian that's left off this team. Mathematically, there's going to be. There's not a a spot. Because Jordan and Jade can't make it with Suni, Simone, and Gabby. Yes. And, like, sure, you could take somebody else out of the equation if something were to happen, of course. But, like, with everybody healthy, doing what they're expected to do and what they're hoping to do, there's an Olympian being left off this team, mm-hmm. which is wild. Wild, wild times. So, yeah, I have the same team. Not, I shouldn't even say an Olympian, honestly, because they're all Olympic champions, aside, aside from Jordan. Yeah. Well, um, Olympic medalist, you could say. Olympic medalist and potentially an Olympic champion being yeah. left off the team. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Again, something I never would have predicted, but here we are. So, yeah, my team is the same. I have Jordan on the team. I don't have, like, a this person or this person or this person i right now i have jordan on the team mm-hmm. um what would be your lineups for the olympics with that team so for vol i would have in qualifications i have gabby up mm-hmm. then i have jordan shaylee's simone i mean honestly the order of that you can flip. yeah i put shaylee's first then jordan but that's, yeah <laughs> that's probably what i would do honestly i think i meant to do that i just flipped them um so you would have gabby up in quals though and then the team final would be shaylee's jordan simone yeah um for bars i have simone up in qual me too okay wow we think alike twins (laughs) 
Simone is up in quals, which is crazy because, you know, she's always been in the team final on bars. And, like, we know it's not her best event, but, like, it's let's be real, it's still good enough to be in the team final. Bars went from being the weakest event for the U.S. And not to say that it was weak. It wasn't, like, weak, I guess. But, like, it went from being, like, an average event for them to being, I think, probably one of their best events. Because you're going to have Gabby, Shailise, and Suni. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to say who goes up in what position without seeing routines yet, but I have Shailise first. Well, it's technically, I guess, in quals. You have Simone first, then you have Shailise, then you have Gabby, then you have Suni. I have Gabby and Shailise flip, but also I didn't really put too much thought into it. It was just kind of like, at, we're right. all good. Just throw them in at there. At this stage, it's like, we'll figure that out later. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is on the team. Like, we can figure out what order and all that later. But, um... Beam. You want me to go? Are you scared? No, I I was making sure you were ready for me to move on. Yeah. Okay. Beam. So in quals, I have either Gabby or Jordan. I guess I don't... So... I haven't committed. It's hard... Right. Look, we've said this already a million times, but it's really hard to say with Gabby, like, not knowing at all, like, her team construction, what she looks like. We're kind of just basing it off of 2016 Gabby. Which looks great, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Which, just... therefore, I put Jordan and Qualls, Gabby, in the lineup in team final at the moment. Okay. And then Suni and Simone. Yes. Yep. And then for floor, I have Gabby, mm-hmm. lead off Qualls, um, and then the team final would be Jordan, Shailise, Simone. I have Shaylee's Jordan, Simone, but yeah. Okay, so... Sa- same difference. Right. So, so, this has Simone and Gabby doing the all-around? Yes, which I did not... When I started this, I did not think that I was going to have Gabby but in my all-around. When you start to work it out, you're like, wow, yeah. she's going to have to do all-around. So, if she doesn't, then we might have to reevaluate because right now... We don't even know if Gabby's planning to do all around. Like, we literally know nothing. And also, Suni, we should probably mention this as well. She did a Q&A on her Instagram, and she said that she, as of right now, is still kind of working back from some of her kidney issues. She's not sure if she's going to do all around the squad. So, Suni is not a guaranteed for vault and floor. I'm assuming she'll do beam and bars. Mm-hmm. That's what we've seen around so far, and those are her best events and her best chances for medals. So it'll be interesting to see what Suni does as well, but as of right now, I'm really only factoring her in on bars and beam until we know more from her. Yeah. Um, alternates, kind of the same right now. Oh, I, I was going to finish going through medal possibilities. Oh, go ahead, sorry. So yeah, Simone and Gabby would be going for the all-around. Um, for vault, you would have Simone and Jordan, and that would be really, unless somebody else comes up with a second vault, Jordan and Simone would be your only two vault contenders, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for bars, we on the floor, you would have all of the people that we said in the lineup, in theory, trying for the event final. But I would think for bars, it's going to be SUNY, and then either Gabby or Shailise would be the second person to qualify to the Uneven Bar Finals. Um, for beam, it would be, I have Suni and Simone, most likely. And then for floor, it would be Simone and either Jordan or Shailise, mm-hmm. depending on who scores higher. Right. So, Yeah, so I guess the big difference from Worlds to the Olympics for me is that Jordan, not Jordan, I keep saying Jordan, Jade is no longer on the team. Mm-hmm. And I have Shailise, which means Shailise ends up going on floor instead of... Which isn't a bad thing. Like, no, but it totally contradicts what I just said for Worlds. Like, I'm like, you need Jade over Shailise on floor. And now I'm like, I'm taking Jade off the Olympic team and I'm <laughs> and putting Shailise on floor. In the Olympics. <laughs> right. But so like in the you end, said, I'm right. You're not, but... <laughs> okay. And there could be upgrades, like you said. Um, and Shailise, I'm mostly just messing around right now. Shailise is good on floor. I mean, she's not the same as jade carey at least in terms of difficulty and scoring potential at the moment but i think first of all 
that could change. And also, even if it didn't change, I think it's still fine. Like I, I still th- think this is a really, really strong team. Like, I think the team could still win with Shaylee, Jordan, and Simone yeah. in the team final. And I think the USA could bring home medals with, you know, Jordan and Simone on floor in the event finals. Or Shaylee's. Um, right. A lot so of I, options. I think it's fine either way. Okay, moving on. Yes. And we will try to be quicker with these other ones because we have a tendency to act like we're only going to have a 10-minute episode and then we talk for two hours. <laughs> My goal is to keep this under an hour, so stay tuned to see if that happens. Some of these are pretty easy. Um, this one I don't really know how to answer. How can I tell the difference between your voices? You both sound the same to me, and I never know who is talking. Love the pod, though. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Um, I also don't know how to answer this because... So this is Brittany talking, so go ahead, listen to my voice. What do you think? And then this is Ashley talking. Go ahead, listen to my voice. What do you think? (laughs) Um, So I'll be honest with you. I try not to compare myself to Ashley in any way. Or even overanalyze it. Because people have done that to us our whole lives. And to be clear, the person that asked this, I don't think you're like trying to like make us. No, no, no. I I think it's a totally valid question. I think I'm not the person to answer that. I think you would need to either decide for yourself what you think the differences are in our voices, or you would need to like consult somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. You do it like in a private DM, not publicly on Twitter where everyone can see it. Right. Because I, I just feel like, and this is a twin thing for sure that I think people don't even think about, but our entire lives we have been so used to people, first of all, staring at us when we go out in public. You'd be so surprised how many people stare at us. And I forget that I'm a twin, so I'm like, like, do I have food on my face? Like, is my shirt and sometimes inside it's out? it's a like, kid, so I'm like, okay, they're a kid. Like, they don't know. But then sometimes it's, like, an old man. <laughs> and then it's like... Which could also be concerning, but... <laughs> but, like, don't you know better than to, like, just stare at somebody? And, like, they, they're relentless. They don't give up. Like, you can literally look right at them, and they maintain eye contact. Well, what it is, they're trying to... First of all, I guess, determine if we're twins, which is very obvious that we are. And then usually the next thing they do is they go to, how can I tell these two apart? So the number one thing that I feel like people approach us with is, are you twins? Have you ever traded places? The answer is no. Well, we do have a story, but I'll tell that another day. It's I don't know if it's podcast appropriate. I had Ashley impersonate <laughs> me <laughs> once. <laughs> and... Really helped her out. She really helped me out, and um, that's a great. And now story. she is where she is today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's nothing bad. I mean, it is bad. It's bad, but it's funny. It's like, funny, it's really and it's funny. not illegal. It, it might, be. might be. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not like it's not anything. I don't like, know how to explain this. It's not like it's. Not that bad. It's, like, it's when you know she's it. Not doing it's like massive funny. criminal activity. Yeah, it's no. funny, and I, and I feel like most people, if they were in this position, they would do the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm willing to share the story, but come find me at a Jurassic's me and ask me, and I will tell you. <laughs> Anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, that's a popular question we guys is. You know, do you ever like be each other? Do and, you ever switch places? And then how do you tell each other apart? And then how do you tell each other apart? Which this question. I get it. I totally get it. But as a twin, we hate it (laughs) because what happens is then you have people, strangers, usually picking you apart. So they'll be like, your nose is bigger. Your eyes are more squinted. Mm -hmm. Like they start pointing out all these things about you physically. Your hair is more frizzy. Someone one time, literally, we were at a party and someone literally 
I forget their exact wording, but they basically said Britney was like bigger than I am. Yeah, we were. It was a Halloween party. And we to were be clear, she wasn't. We literally are like the exact same. We were dressed up as thing one and thing two. So we came into this party like hair same, makeup same, outfit same. It's kind of freaky if you guys we, saw the pictures. We were like full on twins for this, and so sure enough, we have a stranger talking to us about differences she and called she, you thicker that's what it was yeah she told me i was thicker than ashley I, I literally in that moment i was just like nodding my head like agreeing but then i like walked away and i'm like that was rude like yeah <laughs> like, well, what, what possesses somebody to say that to a complete stranger it's not like we said what do you think is the differences between us it's not like we invited that conversation just imagine like trying to live your life and then people being like you're thicker you. than your sister right it's like excuse me did i ask <laughs> and me and Brittany, this we're gonna go off on a tangent we will stop but we're kind of we don't have the highest confidence we've not our whole lives had the highest confidence maybe a little bit better now but um it's just hard to have people like analyzing you so we really 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 try not to do that physically even with our voices i do think our voices are really similar and i don't even know how to help you with that one right but i guess to to bring it back to the original question that's where we're going down this tangent is i am explaining why i don't really like to even think about our differences because i think people have just done it to me and ashley our whole lives and i just feel like it doesn't lead to positive outcomes for us personally like you are absolutely free to determine how we look different how we sound different but that's Brittany talking yes this is Brittany, and then this is ashley i think we sound the exact same yeah i think that you might be able to tell like small differences but I think my voice is more like, I don't want to say high pitched, but like. You're more like a valley girl. Yes. And we've also been told that our whole lives. Yeah. We've been told that we like drag out our words, which I feel like we've gotten better with. But yeah, I think since doing the podcast, doing the podcast has made me a lot more aware of my voice. Yeah, and how you, it hear, sounds. you hear how annoying you sound. <laughs> Not you. I'm saying like me. No, like literally I agree. But anyways, so I guess we wanted to put that in there because I guess we wanted to acknowledge it. But we also don't really know how to answer it either. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I like, truly don't know. I'm like, you are absolutely free to, I guess, listen to this and come up with your own differences. <laughs> and thank you for the nice comment about loving the podcast. Yes, thank you. We, we appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate you. Okay, so if you could pick any gymnast to give another year of NCAA eligibility, who would it be and why? Um, Abby High School. I was going to say Abby Brenner. Okay. Or, or Brenner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason why I said high school is because I feel like I want her to have a happier ending than not making it to nationals with her team. Yeah. So I would like to give her an extra year for that. But Brenner, because I absolutely love her and I would do anything to see her do gymnastics one more time. So yeah. Either of them. Those are my two. Those are my girlies. Yep. Me as well. Next question is, do you feel like scoring will change next year after all the drama and ridiculous tens this year? This one is short and easy. No. <laughs> I feel like every year, I'm like, this is it. Like, this has gotten so wild. There's no way the judges and, you know, the, the, there isn't going to be changes made because it's gotten to be so ridiculous. I think every year, like, this is it. Like, they have to change it after this. And then next season rolls around and they never do. Yeah, <laughs> it so, gets worse. I'm so. not too optimistic at this point because... It's not gotten better. It's only gotten worse. So to be honest with you, I think it'll probably end up being worse next season. I agree. So I'm not too optimistic. I think there needs to be something done. I think that we need a judges overhaul. I think they need to reevaluate, you know, how these judges are even evaluated because I think you have a lot of judges that have bias, which I know bias is hard to avoid. I think every, I am of the belief that every person in this world has bias. So anybody who tries to act like they don't have some sort of bias is, is wrong. And I think judges are no exception to that. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know. I think that sometimes you have judges that try and contrive certain outcomes and, you know. There's definitely politics involved. There absolutely is. So I feel like the way that judges are evaluated needs to be evaluated, if that makes sense. Yeah, we needed that to happen for a while. (laughs) So, no, that's the answer to your question, (laughs) at least as my opinion goes. I wish, but no. Yeah. (laughs) Um, next question. How are you doing mentally? Like away from gymnastics, how's life in general? Thank you for asking. That's very nice that somebody cares about us. Yeah, no, it is. That is really nice that you, like that, that was the question that you wanted. And this person asked the question a long time ago. I'm so sorry we took so long. Back then, I remember when we got the question, I was feeling pretty good. Um, recently had some struggles and it was kind of honestly triggered by the Florida trip, which if you listened to last week's episode or the week before that because we took a break but you know what i mean the last episode we did um a little bit anxious and a little bit what's the word i'm looking for um like no gas in the tank is what i'm getting at there's a word oh burnt out burnt out yeah just with life and um work which i'm not at all complaining about work because i literally my job is literally a dream i know a lot of gymnastics fans would literally like kill to be able to do what I do so (laughs) I definitely don't take it for granted but um I am a very I'm a perfectionist and I am very determined to do all these big great things and that can put a lot of pressure on myself sometimes I think so and especially right now so much of what you want to do is out of your control Mm -hmm. which I think also adds a layer of stress subconsciously even yeah to you um we went to Gainesville to do the Trinity Thomas announcement and there was a little bit of pressure to make that you know because obviously that's a big deal um you know everybody finding out about Trinity coming back was going to be from this video that Brittany and I did and then we had all the car problems in Gainesville and I wasn't (laughs) sleeping well and it was just like a a giant ticket on my way home like the 60 hour drive back (laughs) yeah we were like a half hour from home and she got pulled over going really really fast because I'm just trying to get home um so yeah it took me like a good you would some people would probably like think that experience would be like oh my god the best and i was like super stressed and it, like i could feel it in my body for a whole week after getting home yeah I, I it took me a while to get my sleep back on schedule i was sleeping but then waking up not waking up well i was i was waking up numerous times throughout the night but then during the day i would be like tired like i i'm like falling asleep almost while i'm driving like i, I just feel so tired yeah um i think just mentally and physically it was just a lot so i'm i'm good now to answer your question yeah. check back in next month i probably won't be no, I'm kidding. <laughs> honestly that's real you're real for that you probably won't be because you, you have classics and championships and the world's coming up yeah there's a lot coming up she actually has a lot of we love to travel well i won't speak for you I want to get better. I, I want to get better at this. We are allowed to be different people with different opinions. I love to travel. I want to love to travel. There's parts of traveling that I really like, but I also kind of can't help. I don't know why I'm like this. I really struggle sometimes with travel, mm-hmm. depending on how far away from home I am, depending on if we fly or drive, depending on what I'm doing there, depending on my surroundings, like what kind of area I'm in, if I feel safe. Like there's just so many things. I have really high anxiety. Yeah. Also a little bit of OCD. So I don't not, say, not a little bit. She has a lot. And of I it. don't say that to be like, oh my god. I want all my clothes to be like organized by color like, oh, i do do that but <laughs> i'm not like the person that says they have ocd and they don't actually have ocd like she I, actually has ocd like very badly um to the point where it's debilitating yeah. sometimes um so i i struggle that stuff amps up when i'm traveling yeah. for whatever reason 
Um, and some trips I'm fine. I can get through it. Like within the first day, I like work through it. I'm fine. And then some trips, like, kind of like when you're in Gainesville, I'm stressed the entire time. Yeah. Um, and then it takes a while to bounce back from that. So sorry, that was kind of like a really long-winded answer. And I feel like I hijacked things and made this all about me. How are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm actually doing great. I'm so happy to report that to everybody. Because... Oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> Is that sort of sarcastic? No, I'm, I'm truly, I'm saying like no, that makes me happy. I am in my everything is going right era right now. Like, That's good. I am very happy about it because normally, similar to you, I also have anxiety and a lot of issues as well. But, um, and I feel like sometimes it feels like I can't catch a break. Like it feels like when one thing is resolved, then another issue pops up. I've had a lot of stress with work and stuff with some of my caseloads that there's a really big thing that has been stressing me out for the past, like, two or three months. Mm -hmm. um, one particular situation that I was able to finally resolve on Thursday that literally felt like such a weight lifted off of me. Um, so I had that that went right. And then, you know, like Ash mentioned, we had that Florida trip where it was my car that we drove. So my car was having some serious issues. I had to dump a lot of unexpected money into that, which really stressed me out financially. And just mm -hmm. literally in that moment, trying to like, think, how am I going to get my car and myself, my belongings back to Michigan? <laughs> that was so stressful. Um, I had an internship interview, I think the day after we got back, um, so I start grad school at the end of August at University of Michigan. So I think I have a lot of big things coming up that have been, if it's not at the forefront of my mind, I think it's somewhere in the back of my mm -hmm. mind that's kind of like stressing me out. Um, like I said, the, the internship interview, getting back home to do that and not be stressed while doing that was a really big thing for me. So I got the internship. Yay. Um I'm going to be starting school. I'm going to be quitting my job, which is stressful. Um, but I guess, needless to say, all of these stresses, I, t TMI, I didn't get my period last month because I was so stressed. So, and today I woke up and I started my period. That's also been stressing me out because I thought, I thought wow. people probably never thought they'd be listening to our podcast in this conversation. Listen, you asked a personal question, so I'm just being real. We're friends here. Um, yeah, last month was so stressful that I literally didn't get my period because I was so stressed so <laughs> it um, happens it's happened to me before <laughs> but so like I said got the internship car is fine we made it home Brittany started her period Brittany and I did a really nice interview and we're working on the video right now with Kaya Tanskanen who lives in Michigan um, but she represents Finland internationally she's going to Mizzou and that turned out really good and that honestly rejuvenated me it's a nice way to do like a gymnastics video without having to travel especially when you just did a big travel trip right um I think that kind of like started the rejuvenation I can't say it rejuvenation, rejuvenation. my rejuvenation era um because I'm definitely doing a lot better now like, I think we both are yeah so yeah <laughs> we don't need to go like too deep into it I feel like we've already been talking enough but right now I'm actually doing great so thank you so much for asking yeah thank you so much truly um it's nice just to like know that people care about how we're doing. I know we talk about anxiety and stuff before on the podcast. I like to, because to me, it's validating to have people in situations where maybe you wouldn't expect someone to talk about mental health, but to hear that somebody else might struggle with something that you struggle with in that setting is kind of like reassuring and comforting just to know oh, that you're not alone. Like totally. when you're listening to a mental health podcast, or you're talking to a therapist, like you expect that they're going to validate your feelings and your experience with mental health. 
Um, so I am always of the belief that like when you can drop in mental health conversations into just random everyday things, even like a gymnastics podcast, because let's be real, like we're all human. We all have our things going on and we all have our love of gymnastics in common. But I'm sure a lot of you probably relate to having anxiety and work stress and depression and OCD and mm-hmm. all these other battles. Which on that note, if you have those things and you ever feel like you have like questions or someone that you want to, you just want to talk to somebody about it, um, you can always message us, even if we don't follow you. And like, for some reason, it won't let us... It won't let you message us just like tweet us and say like hey will you follow me mm-hmm. and we will and like we're always whether it's through email messages whatever like please don't ever hesitate to reach out if you feel like you just want to talk about like what you're going through or if you want to either give us advice or maybe get advice from us yeah we've been um, through a lot trial and error medications therapy life just because we're coping. A, yeah just because we're a gymnastics podcast does not mean that like we also don't have mental health struggles and we're willing to talk about it like we will totally talk to people about mental health struggles so we love it um if you need or want that we're here okay trying to go through these a little bit quicker because i see that we are approaching the one hour mark and we can go a little over an hour i don't want it to be like an hour and a half yeah okay so next question is have you ever considered going to worlds or the olympics and doing a podcast from there honestly no Mm -mm. and i think that that's because of ashley's job We've said that a million times, so you probably know by now. But Ashley works for Inside Gymnastics Magazine. And Brittany helps out with a lot of projects. I think people get, maybe get confused about this. Brittany helps out a lot, um, which is super helpful to me. I, I'm i an actual employee. Brittany has another like full-time job. Brittany does not get paid by Inside Gymnastics. No. I do. That's my job. I just tag along and help out when I can, just because I love gymnastics. I love doing the things that Ashley does, too. Yeah. It just is not my job my full-time gig so but that because it's my job has to always be my priority so like I'm going to worlds this year at least that's the plan (laughs) but I'm gonna be so busy doing stuff for inside gym the like there's a possibility we might like do a podcast while I'm in Antwerp like her and I look we did that in Tampa last year for U.S. championships like I got on zoom yeah at like one in the morning in the hotel and i was like done with everything the last day of competition and we did a podcast and like talked but um that we'll see we'll see if that happens but as far as like us together going to the olympics or worlds and doing a podcast not really um and mostly it's because of well financially it's it's hard to do that Mm -hmm. it's expensive to go overseas that was a big conversation that was being had on twitter like a couple months ago it's really expensive to go from the united states to europe it's difficult to travel within the united states let alone outside of the united states literally yeah um so that's a barrier um me working inside gymnastics i get that stuff paid for so that takes like that stress off me like the financial burden of a trip um but then like if Brittany were to come she's paying her own way and then it would still be one of those things where like i'm working she's kind of just there and it it just wouldn't work and another thing too kind of like another element to this is i also think we have to be very conscious that the podcast isn't competing in any way with inside gymnastics so we try and keep it very separate like of course we talk about ashley's job because it's a big part of what she does and i talk about things that like if i do an interview with somebody i'll talk about it here on the podcast right but like we are not trying to how do i say this we're not trying to take down Inside Gym. Or, like, even grow our <laughs> podcast, which sounds kind of messed up to say, because, like, yeah. we care so much about this podcast, and we want it to grow. Like, if it organically we're try- grows... We're not trying to stop it from growing. But we're also not, like... We're not doing all the things that we could be doing, because I'm giving all of that to Inside Gym. Right. 
So with that being said, I think we just really try and keep it just strictly interviews. We sit at home, we talk and we interview guests that I don't at this exact moment have an intention to interview for Inside Gym. Mm -hmm. Um, But Inside Gym is always a priority, I guess, is where we're going with this. Right. Like there's been so many opportunities that we've had that I give to Inside Gym because it's just going to... I don't know. I guess I don't know if it, it would circulate better, but Inside Gym has been around for so long. They've been around for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely respected in regards to like coaches and the athletes. Like everybody knows Inside Gym. And I don't know, like as far as gymnastics fans go, I don't know like how many of you guys actually read Inside Gym. If you're subscribed, I was always subscribed as a kid. Um, but sometimes when I get a bigger story, I don't know how to explain it. I just, well, for example, like Avery Neff, Avery Neff is someone that I wanted to get on the podcast because I thought that it would make a really good podcast, but Ashley did it for inside gymnastics, knowing that it would probably circulate and be a really good story about recruiting. And it was, that was probably one of the most popular articles I think you've ever written. One of my favorites too. And it was amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that though, where it's like, or like LSU after, um, after nationals, after NCAA's, Brittany really wanted to get some LSU gymnasts on the podcast. Which we did. I, I won. I ended up. <laughs> and the reason why you won is because we didn't actually end up having enough pages in the magazine to do the LSU story that I was going to do. Yes. So therefore, <laughs> the interview for Inside Gym was no longer happening. So therefore, Brittany and I could do it. But basically, Brittany was pretty upset about that one. We f- we fight about this. We really do. If we're being real. Um, cause I, I, this is my gymnastics outlet, right? This podcast, but Ashley has two outlets. She has a professional outlet that she has to respect and maintain. And that's not to say that I don't <laughs> respect inside gym. <laughs> that's not, that sounds like that's what I'm saying. What are you I, trying to say? I love inside gym. I love the team. They've been like so kind to me and like include me in a lot of their stuff, which I like, I feel like, like imposter syndrome. I do. I'm like, I'm not one of you. I feel bad. I know. There was a, uh, it was an email or a text the other day. Or no, it was a Facebook post. They, te- like, they released the new cover of the magazine. And I did help Ashley write the preview for championships that's in the magazine. So my name will be in the magazine. But like, I feel like I didn't help that much. Like, I no. feel like you did like you did 80%. Ju- no, you did just as much as I did. That's that a lie. Issue. That's a lie. You were d- d- damn near close. Okay, anyways, one of the people on the Inside Gym staff posted on Facebook, and she tagged me in it, and I literally said to Ashley, I'm like, I feel awkward even, like, liking this, because I feel like I shouldn't even be tagged. You feel like they're pitying you when they just, Yeah, they're like, this poor girl, like, she just so desperately wants to be involved, like, I guess we'll, I guess we'll tag her in this, so she feels included. That is 100% your brain, the way you're thinking, and you're wrong. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, we are going off on tangents. To answer the question, not any time in the immediate future. Ashley will be at a lot of those events doing stuff for Inside Gym. If you like the work that Ashley does or you like you like the or work that we do. if you want to support the podcast, you'd also support Inside Gym. Yes. By supporting Inside Gym, you're supporting me directly. Yes. <laughs> I do a lot of the stuff that you see on Inside Gym. The, the videos and stuff you see on YouTube, that's me and Brittany, truthfully. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it would not be possible. The, the running of the social media accounts is me. And honestly, lately, sometimes Brittany, because I've had a lot on my plate and she's been a great help to me. Um, so, yeah, if you support us in this podcast, you would also support Inside Gym because that is my livelihood. Yes. So... <laughs> But maybe someday in the future we'll do, you know, the All Things Gym Pod will expand. That's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities, but for the immediate future... We're not actively trying to expand it right now. No, we're just kind of doing what we're doing, and Ashley's doing what she's doing on the side, so... 
sorry for the long-winded. We love to talk, apparently. But honestly, we've said this before, but people like when we talk, apparently. Like, the episodes when we're talking get, like, thousands more views than the episodes <laughs> that are interviews. Okay, that makes it sound like our interviews do bad. Our interviews do good, but, like, if an interview gets, like, I don't know, a couple thousand views... The episode right after of us talking will get like 2,000 more. And in a quicker amount of time. Like, yeah. you'll drag out for the full week to get like a couple thousand views for an interview. And then, like, in one day, we'll get that for an episode where we and talk. I'm like, damn it. I don't like talking. We try so hard to make it. We're like, interviews are like the most popular thing for us. And then we, re- we look at the stats and we're like, shit, they like when we talk. We're sorry, we're just really trying to force interviews down your guys' throats because we like doing interviews. We don't want to talk. We want to do interviews. So we're really just desperately trying to force it down everyone's throats. We apologize. I mean, we don't, we don't hate talking. Like, honestly, this is fun to have, like, you guys send in questions. I like doing this. The questions are fun, but, like, I hate talking about news and, like, things that are going on necessarily. Unless it's, like, something really big, like smoke coming back. Like, I don't want to talk about the person that got stabbed recently. Right, like like stuff like that. Like I just we can't. Like we can't because of Ashley's affiliation. And, okay, now I'm now I just opened up a can of worms. Okay, I'm saying that it's not that she couldn't. I think it's that we don't want to. She yes, doesn't want to. It's a choice that I make. I'm very careful about what I say on the internet, as I feel like I should be, and a lot of people should be. Honestly, I think that the internet is a really scary place, and words get twisted. Uh, people perceive things how they perceive things and so i think with that you have to be mindful especially with this podcast um what we say i can't come on here and say something that could offend somebody right because if people if britney gets the gymnastics community outraged it's going to affect me right so therefore with this podcast and also with how we act on social media we tend to err on the side of not saying anything usually unless it's like a really really big thing and tends to be more like positive in nature Um, even when it comes to like knowing things i'm i'll say things in like my very close circles but there's so many things that we kind of just have to wait and pretend like right like we answer questions sometimes about things like i have more to say but i'm having to like play this game of like and i don't want to say the wrong thing i guess and the reason for that is because like i don't want people to think that if i you know acquire some knowledge from my position at inside gym that i'm going to turn around and go talk about it on my podcast like i have to respect like Mm -hmm. the connections um i have to respect like professional boundaries the sources yeah like it's just it's a cha- it's challenging to have, you know, a job in gymnastics, but then also have a podcast and like trying to be real and like trying to talk about things, but also having to be very careful with like what you say. Yeah. Whether because it's something that can get you in trouble um, because your opinion is atrocious. <laughs> Not that I have any atrocious opinions. No, I think we're just afraid. I think we just have anxiety about like. I have anxiety in general. You guys know. So. But you know that if you say the wrong thing, or you say something that isn't perceived maybe the way you wanted or it to. Or something that's not supposed to be public. Like, you would never catch me going on a podcast like Alicia Zaccaroni's husband and announcing that Simone was coming back. You know what I mean? Like, even if I knew Simone was coming back, I would sit here and be like, well, she hasn't said anything. Right. You just, like, stick to the facts and what's public and not, like, try mm-hmm. to add to speculation. Yeah. How, how did we get here? <laughs> I, we were talking about how 
people like the episodes where we talk and we, oh. we're explaining i think why, why we don't it's not that we don't like to talk we actually do like to talk i think that we with your position and also with the way the internet has become i think we've become afraid to talk or we've made the choice in some cases to not talk because we don't want some of our opinions to be out there so it can't be like twisted or people can you know form opinions on it mm-hmm. and that's in regards to like a lot of things like there, there's nothing in particular that i'm alluding to there like right we tend to just stick to the things that are public. public and tend to be more positive in nature so that way nothing can go awry yeah <laughs> word so. period okay next question as fans of michigan i'm sure you would like to imagine transfers going to michigan we do we do that all the time instead what is one gymnast on michigan's roster that you would like to see transfer elsewhere that's That's a a really interesting and good question yeah um to be clear i would never transfer any of my michigan girlies but (laughs) if you're gonna force me to for their benefit yes we'll say that i would say there's there's two that come to my mind I'm going to say Jenna Mulligan mm-hmm. and Raina Gugino. Yeah. Because I feel like they have so much potential and could not only make more lineups at another school, but be the star at another school, depending on what school they went to. Right. Because someone like Raina, for example, she really only makes Michigan's vault lineup and she's like a depth option on floor. Like you see her when someone's out with an injury or resting, whatever. Like she's the next person in line that steps in. But I think if you put her at... Well, she was originally committed to Eastern Michigan. I was going to say like a Mac school. Um, she would be in the vault lineup, in the floor lineup, in the beam lineup. Bars, I feel like I don't know with Raina because she, I've seen her do like skills on bars, but I've never actually seen her like do a bar yeah, routine. Yeah, with injuries and stuff too. I think she's had a hard time like actually getting a bar routine together. But case in point though, like between Jenna and Raina, they have a lot of potential that when you put them on a team, like a Mac school or, um, I don't know, some, some of the other conferences even like they could really be the star of that team because they do have big skills and you know. they get overshadowed a little bit in Michigan's lineup because you have people like Natalie Boychak and Abby High School and Sierra Brooks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they get kind of overshadowed, but I think that like at another school they could be the star. Yes, I agree. That would be my answer as well. Okay. So. Cool. Next one is first. I just want to say thank you for the podcast. I literally feel like I'm listening to my friends discuss my favorite sport. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. That's our goal. So thank you. Second, I was wondering if you guys need volunteers or anything like that. I would love to get involved in the gymnastics community. We've had one or two people ask us this before. So I'm not sure if you're one of those people that have messaged with us about this. Um, We've talked to some people before when they've had this question and it's not that the answer is no, because honestly, like, I think in a lot of ways we could use help, like, with editing this mm-hmm. podcast and, you know, promoting things on social media. Like, that, again, kind of circles back to, like, the growing the podcast element. Like, I think if we had more help, we could do more. But I also think, if I'm being completely honest, me and Ashley are type A control freaks who I think we would struggle to relinquish control. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I hate having to edit the podcast, but at the same time, I want to be the one, me or Brittany, be the one doing it. Like, I, I don't know if I can imagine myself sending it off to somebody else and trusting that they're going to edit it the way that I want it to be edited. And granted, like, it's not like the podcast is like super heavily edited because it's not, but I think you want to just be able to have control if you want to cut something out. Right. Like sometimes like you'll be thinking and there'll be like a really long pause and I'll go and edit that out. So it's going to sound like when you guys are listening that I answered quicker than I actually did. Yeah. But I just 
personally like it when things are more like concise and together Mm -hmm. um so things like that and it's like i guess you could tell somebody to do that and they would do it but i think it's just like a personal preference like yes i think that we could use help in some areas but i also think that we like to have control of every aspect of it so i think to answer your question we would love to have help. We would appreciate the help. I would just need to figure out how that would look. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know at this point in time what I would have somebody do if I were to have somebody that wanted to help. You but know? we very much appreciate your interest in wanting to help us. Um, and we'll definitely, I mean, I guess we don't know who you are, but <laughs> we'll definitely keep it in mind in the future. Like if we are expanding and, you know, looking to have more people on board, we would put out a tweet or something and then you could let us know if it was something that you still wanted to do. But at this point in time, I don't know. I don't know what I would have somebody do, you mm-hmm. know, but maybe in the future. So if you aren't already one of the people that have messaged us about this, you can always message us. Um, I got Instagram or Twitter or email us. So that way we know who you are and we have a way of contacting you. And, and if we, you have any ideas. Yeah, we can. We're definitely open to discuss. Like I said, this isn't like a, a no. It's just kind of like a, it's an, I I'm being know. transparent <laughs> in the sense that like I, have a hard time seeing myself wanting to give up control of things, but I'm also acknowledging that I probably should give up control of some things, especially with me starting grad school and, you know, Ashley's work stuff. We have a lot of things coming up that are going to make it harder for us to do this podcast. So I'm open to ideas, I guess, of how somebody could be of use to us and, and helping this podcast. So thank you for like even wanting to be a part of it. We appreciate that. Okay, next one. We're almost done, guys. Next one is gym turn meetup at Classics between Saturday sessions. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Um, Brittany and I try to get together with the gym fans as much as we can when we're at meets. It's like the best part for me. We've mm-hmm. made so many friends just from, you know, whether it's at a meet or we meet up with people outside of the meets. Um if our schedule allows it, we would absolutely love to be. And I do worry a little bit what the schedule is going to be like. Because um, Brittany's is coming with me. We said this in the last episode, I think. But Brittany is coming with me and she's credentialed for Inside Gym to help me out. Thank goodness. Because I could not do it alone, especially with all of the people that are going to be at Classics. Guys, this is my first time being like media and Mind you, my credential for this got approved months ago. I had no idea that it was going to be as big of a me as it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, Simone and Suni on the roster was not a thing when nope. we had our credentials approved. So it's going to be pure chaos. I'm, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm anxious. I think about it. Low I'm key. hearing, too, uh, from like the media standpoint, that they have so many people on like a backlog, if that's the right word. Like people that can't get credential because there's there's just not enough room. Like there's not there's no room at the media table. They have media coming from Paris mm-hmm. that's gonna be there. They have like the LA Times. Like pretty much every big outlet is gonna be there. So it's gonna be and chaos. a lot of outlets are not getting credential for two people. So we're super super blessed that we have Brittany and I both able to go. Um, gonna be a huge help to me because there's you know we're planning on doing video and then you know writing and all the things live tweeting and interviews. Lloyd and... will be there for photos. So I I've got Lloyd also is technically credential. That's three credentialed people. And granted he's not in the press the box. press area, but yeah, I'm super blessed to be able to go and have this opportunity and have Brittany with me. It's going to be fun, but I think it's also going to be very busy. And if it's anything like Tampa was last year, U S championships for me, um, I did not have free time. <laughs> I was like, she did not do a single thing. 
no. in Florida besides no. work. I walked to CVS one morning to get an Arizona, <laughs> an iced tea. Um, but that's it. Like I was pretty much like, wake up, get ready, but- go. The goal with me being there is that hopefully I can take some of that workload off of you. And then Christy will be at home working too. Like they have their staff that's remote that will be helping as well. So I think the goal would be that with all of the people working together, that maybe it could take some of the workload off of you a little bit to free you up so you're not working until one in the morning every night. Um, And that we could go out at least one of the nights and do something yeah um because we have some friends that we're gonna want to meet up with so i guess with that being said you should message us or email us um and we can work something out like Mm -hmm. we've exchanged numbers with people and like met up even Even if it's just like in passing somewhere like we're just wanting to say hi um we would absolutely love to meet up with you so um, I guess just reach out to us and kind of let us know like what your plan is and where you're going to be and all that. And we will try and fit that into our schedule because we would love to meet you. Okay. Last question. Why don't current U.S. gymnasts appreciate gymnasts from before 2008? Do they not care? Have they not heard of Google or YouTube? Once in a while, someone will say Mary Lou, but what about Shannon Miller, Julianne McNamara, Tracy Talavera, Kim Zamesco, Kathy Rigby, Brandy Johnson, and so many more? Even Simone's generation is ignorant to past U.S. gymnasts. It's embarrassing. The Romanians, Chinese, Russians aren't that ignorant. So, I'll say this. I think that a lot of the gymnasts probably do know who these gymnasts are. I guess I don't really know. And I, I don't say this to be like snarky, but like, I don't really know what you're expecting. Like, are you expecting Addison Feta to wake up and have like a shrine on her Instagram to Kathy Rigby? Well, I think maybe they're talking about when they're asked in interviews who their favorite gymnast is. Okay. But you usually, it's whoever you first watched. Like we were children and watching Carly Patterson in the Olympics. It doesn't mean that I didn't know about Nadia and Olga and all the people before Mm-hmm. But, like, if someone were to ask me, it's going to be the person that I first watched at the Olympics. And it tends to be, honestly, Olympic champions, Olympic gold medalists, or Olympians. Those are the people that I feel like the younger generation, I guess, recognize. Um, and, and actually, I because all of the people that you named are actually Olympians. So let me clarify. I'm saying, like, Olympic all-around champion. Mm-hmm. Like, people talk about Simone, Suni, Nastia. Like, still to this day, I see young girls say Nastia is mm-hmm. their idol. And maybe it's because she has her meat and she's still kind of relevant in that sense and she's been doing commentary. Like, Nastia has remained on the scene as, like, a relevant person in the sport. But truthfully, it's the Olympic all-around champions that you really see young athletes talk about. Not so much... Um, you know, Taryn Humphrey or, you know, some of those other people that maybe were on an Olympic team but didn't win a medal or they didn't win a gold medal. I guess... I I don't think it's fair to assume that these gymnasts don't know who these gymnasts are, like the the generations past. Um, I mean, and maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, You'd have to ask them individually, like personally, if they know who these people are. But, I mean, I guess I don't really know, like... Aside from when they're being interviewed and they're asked about their idol, which I think it's totally fair to say the person that you first watched, the person that made you fall in love with gymnastics. Um, also, they're busy. Like, uh, being an elite gymnast and you're in school and you're training and you're traveling and you're competing. And I don't necessarily expect the gymnast to have, like, a history lesson on 
gymnastics. And I do think it's important to know the history of the sport and especially within your country. But they're not going to know it like we do. They're not right. going to know it like gymnastics fans do. Yeah, I guess I just don't I don't really know how to answer the question because I feel like do the Russians and the Chinese talk frequently about gymnasts from the 70s and 80s? Do they? I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see a scenario in which like we would even know that these gymnasts know <laughs> Brandy Johnson and Kathy Rigby. You know what I mean? Unless right. they're specifically asked about them. I, I don't expect them to list those gymnasts as their idols, especially if that's not the person that inspired them to get started in gymnastics. No, and usually it's the person who the year they were born or the year that you know they were five or six whatever whenever they kind of started getting interested in gymnastics it's usually the person who won the gold medal that year or who did really well at the olympics you know but i wouldn't assume that today's gymnasts don't know shannon miller and mary lou and kim zimestical like they they know probably most likely especially someone like shannon and kim i feel like they're still around they're still relevant they're doing things in the sport Um, They're on social media. A lot of these people are, in some ways, still relevant to the sport. And also, another element, too, is with social media, posting, you know, videos. Like, every once in a while, a video of Shannon Miller will circulate or whatever. And, like, they probably see these things. They probably end up on Twitter or Instagram just like they do in your feeds. Mm -hmm. Um, So they probably do know who they are, even if they don't, like, publicly ever acknowledge. Um, But they also have a lot going on in their lives. So I, I wouldn't... I would try not to judge them and call them ignorant when you don't know what they know. Period. So I think that's it for this episode. But we have been doing, if you haven't listened to the past couple of episodes, every time we do an interview at the very end, we answer another question. So please feel free to send your questions. We always have a link in the show notes down below. I think it's like the third link we have a couple of different things in our show notes but um there'll be something that says ask us a question it's anonymous and it's always the same link so if you're listening to a past episode or if you're listening to this episode like two months from now um it's still that same link so you can always use it and it's anonymous so and we do have more questions like people that have submitted things months ago that we didn't answer in this episode we still will answer them whether it's at the end of you know an interview that we do we always do like a question of the week mm-hmm. um or in another q a episode at some point we will get to all the questions that we have so don't think that like we're ignoring your questions um it's our intention to try and get to all of them at some point but also keep sending them in so we can keep having you know questions of the week at the end of every episode and do more videos like this especially if you guys like videos like this um these are Podcasts. personally my my favorite you said video <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> We, we could make it a video though i think i said no. that last time we can make it a video and post it on youtube um because go no. follow us on youtube we also have a youtube <laughs> where we occasionally post some of the interviews that we do capitalizing on my mistake and turning it into a promo nice yeah i, like I did the same thing last week too yeah smooth yeah <laughs> you were gonna say something though i think i was just saying to keep sending in your questions because oh i know what i was gonna say i like personally like for the podcast that i listen to I like when they have this format where it's like a Q&A. People send questions and they answer them. You're not spending too long on just one topic. I mean, we kind of did, but <laughs> normally <laughs> you wouldn't be. I mean, hey, I said I wanted it to be in under an hour and a half and we are going to be. That's, so that's true. Well, and it gives you an opportunity to talk about a variety of different subjects. And just if there's questions that people have, it allows you to, you know, talk about it. So even if it's random and there's like no context for it. Yeah. Like, it's totally cool. So, so I kind of enjoyed doing this q a episode so keep the questions coming and we'll have another one in the future real soon 
that does it for this week's episode we hope you guys enjoyed it and honestly thank you so much to everyone who submitted a question we had a lot of fun doing this and we hope to do it again in the future so make sure you continue to submit questions using the link in the show notes down below to hear your question be answered in a future episode also want to thank our gold level patreon supporters so a big thank you to megan w kdc tyler s casey msu kimberly g Robert H, Randy B, Amy M, Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, Derek H, Abby M, Martin and Jasmine C. I'm actually really proud of myself for getting through that in one breath because normally I have to pause, pause, and then edit the pause together. So it sounds. Winded. But I actually did that one all in one piece. So like, shout out to me, <laughs> and shout out to you guys. Thank you for supporting our show at the highest tier level. We seriously love and appreciate you guys so so much. And if you are interested in supporting the show and some of the things that we are doing, we always have a link in the show notes down below to our Patreon page so you can learn about the perks of each tier level and how you can support us. So thank you guys. Next week, we will be having Naomi Morrison from Michigan on the show. We had a great little chit chat with her yesterday and we cannot wait to share that interview with you guys. It was actually a really good interview. Yeah. She's really, really good at giving interviews. She's so honest and well-spoken and yeah. Yeah. We think it's a good one. So make sure you guys are subscribed all listening platforms so you don't miss an episode and we'll talk to you guys real soon bye Bye.